All right, thank you, Scott Shannon. Thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll-free, our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, well, let me just give you the, the lowdown here. The the mob, the media, everybody is, you know, the, the scuttlebutt today is that we expect sometime during this program today that uh, Donald J. Trump will be indicted by the special counsel on the January 6th issue. By the way, none of this is a surprise. Fulton County will follow immediately thereafter, not necessarily today, but that's going to come down too. These, th- this has been a fait accompli from the very get-go. And these are amazing times we live in for a lot of different reasons, but not the least of which is you, you think of what we learned yesterday about you know this Biden, Joe, Joe Biden bribery scandal allegation and Devin Archer's testimony, and then you just compare and contrast. You know, the low-hanging fruit to compare and contrast, Hillary Clinton, top secret, classified information uh, on her server. Her offices weren't raided. Her Chappaqua home wasn't raided. Then you got Joe Biden. He had top secret, classified information in his garage next to his beautiful Stingray Corvette, and that home wasn't raided. They found top secret classified information at the UPenn Biden Center. Nothing happened there either. They also found it at the University of Delaware. They also found it in one of his homes. Nothing happens. No raids, nothing at all whatsoever. And with the speed of light, the special counsel appointed to look after Donald Trump, you know, putting, you know, one charge on top of another charge, superseding charges, again and again and again on Donald Trump. You know, we, so at, at a minimum here, we're going to have four separate criminal cases. By the way, three of them in the worst locations possible if you happen to be a conservative or a Republican or have the last name Donald Trump. And yet everything with the Biden family syndicate, nobody wants to talk about, no matter how stupid they sound. And they sound stupid. This congressman, Dan Goldman, you know, responding to Devin Archer's testimony yesterday about, you know, Joe Biden calling in 20 separate times to to meetings with Hunter Biden and, and Hunter being with his foreign business associates that he knows of. And and says, well, what were they talking about? Well, just just little pleasantries saying hi. Hello. If a son, you know, calls his dad, he wants to say hi to his son's friends. Oh, like, really? We're supposed to buy that that Adam Bull Schiff because I don't. It is a total lie. You know, every American needs to understand something here is that Joe Biden as a candidate and Joe Biden as a president lied repeatedly to all of us about never having once spoken to Hunter, his brother, or anybody for that matter. That's a direct quote about their foreign business dealings. Now, only in the last week and a half, two weeks, has that evolved into, we stand by our position that Joe Biden was never in business with his son, Hunter. Well, the problem with that argument is we're talking about two very different things. I never once spoke to my son, my brother, or anybody for that matter about their foreign business dealings. Well, I wasn't in business with them. Two very distinct, two very different things here. 
you know, the, the same Democrat, Goldman, that dismissed Devin Archer's testimony as a nothing burger, and they probably just talked. He actually said, I don't know, they're talking about the weather. How's the weather in Dubai in December 4th of 2015, which happened to be a key moment? Democrats claiming there's, there's still no evidence that Joe Biden committed crimes. It is obscene. It is absurd, especially now that we know what the brand is. The brand is Joe, the Biden, Joe Biden himself. Joe Biden was in on all of it. Lied, just flat out lied to the American people. Devin Archer confirming Joe Biden at dinner with Hunter and this Russian oligarch, the former first lady of Moscow, Elena Badarina. I mean, a billionaire worth a reported one point three billion dollars. She's the one with the three point five million dollar deal and rumored to have invested even up to one hundred million. We haven't gotten confirmation of this uh, in, in some real estate venture with the Bidens. You know, House Republicans now want Tony Bobolinsky to corroborate Devin Archer's testimony. That's going to be interesting. You know, the only honest Democrat that I've heard on television is Jonathan Turley, Georgia University law, town, uh, uh, law professor, longtime Democrat, saying Devin Archer's revelations about Joe Biden were breathtaking. The calls are breathtaking. You're talking about roughly two dozen calls when then Vice President Joe Biden engaged with business associates of Hunter Biden. Now, by the way, uh, the statute for bribery or pay to play or influence peddling does not specifically include that Joe Biden has to benefit himself. And we'll get to that with the whole Burisma deal in a second. But anyway, Turley goes on to say, you're talking about meetings and dinners with some of the most corrupt figures in Europe and Joe Biden calls in to say hi? Really? Is anyone that stupid that believes that? You're talking about subjects like getting rid of a prosecutor in Ukraine. And, and by the way, Devin Archer addressed that. I'll get to that in a second. Turley taking aim at congressional Democrats, you know, especially after the idiocy of, of Dan Goldman downplaying the, oh, they were talking, saying hi, talking about the weather. At some point, they're, in, they're insulting the intelligence of voters. So as we now await what it will be the fourth, the third uh, in, indictment of Donald Trump, soon to be followed by the fourth indictment of Donald Trump, Americans got to ask themselves a question. And this is the heart of what the House Judiciary Committee has been looking into, and that is, has the Department of Justice been weaponized? Has the, has the FBI been weaponized? Has it been politicized? Do we have equal justice under the law and equal application of our laws? Sadly, the answer is no. I can give you the answer. And that means that our Constitution, at least for the moment, the great one, Mark Levin, said we're living in a post-constitutional America. That, that would be accurate at this point. Because all laws are predicated on that great document. At some point, and, and I know you can't indict a sitting president, but at some point, the American people are smart. They're not going to buy this for a second. Devin Archer confirming the lies yesterday. Never once spoke to Hunter, not one time, or my brother, or anybody for that matter. He said it as a candidate repeatedly. He's, I played it so many times, I think uh, you, you'll probably get mad at me if I play it again. 
So many times as president, he denied it. He was asked over and over again. It evolves into never did business. Now it evolved in, well, I only made friendly phone calls, a couple of dozen of them, not a big deal. But Devin Archer went into great specificity and detail about how Hunter Biden and Burisma executives, how together they called D.C. to get daddy pops on the phone to get you that Ukrainian prosecutor fired because Devin Archer understood that they were in deep trouble and maybe go headed towards financial bankruptcy or even jail in that particular case. But this December 4th, 2015 meeting involving the Burisma CEO, Zolachevsky, and other executives at the firm, uh, that has come into, you know, very specific play, as has Joe Biden bragging at the Council of Foreign Relations. Yeah, I told him, no, you're not getting the billion dollars unless you fire that prosecutor. That pro- Why would a vice president ever want to fire a prosecutor in Ukraine? You're not getting the billion. You got uh, six hours. Son of a B, they fired him. And guess who benefited financially? Hunter Biden. You know, to the tune of what's what estimated eighty six or eighty three thousand dollars a month, whatever, whatever the number is. A massive amount of money over time, millions of dollars. Then you look at the ten twenty three form and the WhatsApp message. I am sitting here with my father. And he goes on to shake down the Chinese energy company. The same guy that admitted he never had any experience in energy, oil, gas, coal. Certainly had no experience in China and no experience in Ukraine. Well, that raises a lot of different questions. Because if, uh, if there's anybody out there listening to me that actually believes that Hunter Biden was not selling, uh, selling anything but access to his dad, I'd like to talk to you. I'll sell you a bridge in Brooklyn, New York. Give you a nice deal on it. Hunter Biden wasn't selling any expertise in energy or these countries because he had none. On top of the fact, he admitted in, in court last week that he was an addict from 2003 to 2019. At that time, I believe, was when he was a crack addict. So what was he selling? Well, he was selling the Biden brand, Devin Archer said. What's the Biden brand? Is it the Hunter Biden brand? Uh, what, crack addict? Prostitute lover? No, he was selling access to his father, and it paid off big time for Burisma and big time for the Bidens. Now, if you believe the 1023 form, the CEO of Burisma thought Hunter was, was dumber than his own dog, thought he was stupid, said his dog was smarter, actually said it, but he was using Hunter to get to the father. And lo and behold, when push came to shove and they needed to get in touch with, with Pops, who Hunter bitterly complained took half of his income, and he had to pay for all of Pops' home repairs, Pops benefiting from all this money Hunter's taken in. Anyway, what, was he, what else could he be selling? 20 times? Was he a dozen, two dozen times? However many times? We don't know the exact number. But we know at least 20, according to Devin Archer. Burisma executives calling D.C. to get this Ukrainian prosecutor fired. Days later, Joe goes to Ukraine, starts the process of trashing the prosecutor, and then goes and leverages a billion dollars to fire the prosecutor in six hours. And son of a bee, they do it. And as a result, Burisma got a lot for their payment to the Bidens. Now, the... 1023 form says as much as $5 million for one Biden, $5 million for another Biden. 
But don't worry, they're going to go after Trump on January 6th. But by the way, uh, unlike in a grand jury or a January 6th committee, this is going to be a lot more evidence brought in that even a D.C. jury might take into account, although I, I wouldn't want to be on trial in D.C. or New York or Fulton County, Georgia, because it's, it's heavily Democrat. You know, what did 9% of D.C., 5% of D.C. vote for Donald Trump? You know, Joe Biden joining these business meetings. You know, and uh, but what was he talking about? He's talking about the weather, man. Just just there to say hi, a loving father of a addicted son. Because Hunter had nothing to offer them. He was selling the Joe Biden brand, not the Hunter Biden brand. And, you know, if you look at the 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 what we can glean from yesterday is the value of adding Hunter Biden's Burisma board was the brand. And when push came to shove, the Burisma executives needed the call to Joe and they needed Joe to fire the prosecutor that likely would have bankrupted them if he, they didn't fire him. And they, the Biden family benefited because once that prosecutor was out of the way, Hunter was in the clear legally and they was still got all the money paid to him. December 2015, Zola Chesky, owner of Burisma, other executives, pressure, constant pressure on Hunter Biden to help get D.C. to fire this prosecutor. Son of a B, they did it. They step away. They make the call. Dad, dad fulfills his part. What do you call that? The Biden bribery scandal allegation that the president of the United States took actions as vice president so and that enriched his personal family. What, but you, you care more about documents down in Mar-a-Lago? You care more about, you know, a guy that said many of you will peacefully, patriotically march to the Capitol so your voices will be heard? You care more about, you know, a phone call that talked about hundreds of thousands of votes that he felt were fraudulent in Georgia. By the way, you're allowed to believe that and take out of context a long phone call, one line, and you want to prosecute the president on that? Just never ends.